Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell me, where are all the watch for you? Where the hey. brothers going to be? Hey. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Based on this new phenomenon in country music, I feel like when it's Friday, Telly, we should just be like, yeah! In it, right? You sure, you sure people will be okay with that? <laughs> Apparently so. Over the over the last two weeks. Good morning, Truth Nation. You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth be told, with DT and Telly, we're gonna bring the heat for y'all because number one, it's Friday. It's Friday, February twenty third, two thousand twenty four. Number two, I know a lot of us are just so glad that we made it to the end of the week. We want to get your weekend started on the right note. Good morning, Benjamin. It's amazing. All right. Telly, good morning. How you doing, brother? I'm doing better. How are you this morning? You look better, although you still had that, you, you got that gliss, that glistening glow. <laughs> of, look, all yeah. the toxins being released. Man, I, I feel like I've been in a a four-day basketball pickup game the way I've been sweating over the last four days. But. <laughs> Not four days, Telly. <laughs> man, oh, man. But uh, definitely I know those are the signs that if you have a fever, you're sweating it out, that means it's a good thing. So uh, I guess I could just keep on sweating through the weekend. and Keep on sweating. By next week. Right. <laughs> But Keep all good though. On sweat. I'm sorry, that was kind of corny. All right. Well, I, look, Truth Nation. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> okay, Miss Seeley. I may be black. Uh, I may right. be a woman. I may even be ugly. But I'm here. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> well, we're glad you're here, Telly. There is a ton of stuff. Stuff, news, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, that's going on today. We're going to be bringing y'all. Some of these hot topics. Now, one thing I missed this telling, I felt so bad. I know there are many of Truth Nation that recognize this. On Wednesday, Wednesday, February 21st, was the 59th anniversary of the assassination of Malcolm X. So Malcolm X was assassinated in Harlem in Again, on February 21st, and attorney Ben Crump is initiating a further investigation to really understand what happened. Because there's been so many 
investigations. The, the Malcolm X family filed a $100 million lawsuit demanding government officials release files that attorney current believes will help solve the case. And again, this was during a press conference on Wednesday, which was again, the 59th anniversary of the assassination of Malcolm X. And as we start to approach the final days of black history month, it's interesting because again, usually the people that are recognized do not include Malcolm X and his un- untimely death. I feel Telly, it still weighs heavy on our culture because when you think about how Malcolm X was celebrated, especially in the nineties when Spike Lee, you know, wrote and directed and, and released the movie Malcolm X featuring Denzel Washington. It further amplified the awareness regarding his leadership style for the fight for justice and equality. And yes, it was vastly different from Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. However, it was very relevant. So I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen as a result of this lawsuit and just reopening further the investigation of his assassination. And, and it's amazing that two of the most infamous assassinations, you look at the, the two leaders and uh, Dr. Martin Luther King and uh, Malcolm X. And when you, if, if you read the autobiography of Malcolm X or if you had a chance to see the movie, to me it's amazing how both leaders landed on the FBI's most wanted list. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show how afraid white America has always been by a black leader, especially someone that has a lot of influence. And the way that Dr. King and Malcolm X went about things, they went about things in totally different ways, but they were trying to achieve the same thing. And that was equality. And to me, I just don't, I don't understand how you can say this man is a threat when he's only trying to do something that was allegedly promised to us. Absolutely. And speaking of which, just wanted to share with you and Ben and Truth Nation, as again, we celebrate Malcolm X's life. He was born on May 19th, so he's a fellow Taurus. Hey. Uh, born on May 19th, 1925. I just want to share uh, with everyone some some unknown or little unknown facts that maybe you did not know about this man who championed for black human rights across the world. Now, number one, in the beginning, white supremacist groups targeted his father. So Malcolm X's father, the Reverend Earl Little, was a supporter of the Pan-African leader Marcus Garvey. And it caught the attention of the Ku Klux Klan and other white supremacist groups. And he was constantly under threat. His father was murdered by the Ku Klux Klan by being tied to a railroad and ran over, obviously, by a train. Number two, at age six, Malcolm X's father died. And his mother, when, when his father was killed by white supremacists, his mother suffered a nervous breakdown 
and put her in an institution and separated Malcolm X and his siblings. So Malcolm X did not grow up with his siblings after being separated by the welfare system. Uh, Malcolm X was very, very smart. He thrived in school and his eighth grade teacher discouraged him. And see, they tell you, this is, this is kind of like what typically happens. And it still happens today where certain teachers that just cannot associate leadership or intelligence with black people will discourage just like Malcolm X was discouraged from being a lawyer. Can you imagine him being a lawyer? Uh, Also, Malcolm X wrote a letter to President Harry Truman declaring him a communist who opposed the Korean War. And when he did that, the FBI began surveillance of his entire life. It would continue until he was assassinated. And his fellow prisoners, when he spent time in jail, nicknamed him Malcolm X Satan because they perceived his affinity with the nation of Islam, hostility, and antichrist. So these are some things that if you did not already know, uh, he was released to prison in 1952. He moved to his brother's house, and then he became affiliated with the local Nation of Islam Mosque. So that's some things you may have may not known about Malcolm X. He was, again, celebrating. We were celebrating his 59th anniversary of his assassination, which took place February 21st, 1965, and attorney Ben Crump is reopening the investigation of his assassination. Rest in peace, wow. Brother Malcolm. Yeah, I I thought it was a far gone conclusion that uh, the Muslims were responsible for his assassination. And I didn't think that the I mean, but maybe that is not as clear cut as I thought it was if they are well, reopening the investigation. What was the name of the movie where they investigated the Black Panthers leader that was murdered? Uh, uh, Fred you know what Hampton. Was, uh, what? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That movie. Yeah. And, you know, it reveals how the FBI and the local police department worked with certain groups to present them as such. So the rumors are that, yeah, the FBI was involved and they were working with the nation to plot mm-hmm. the assassination. And Malcolm X was only 39 years old when he was assassinated in front of his pregnant wife and his three daughters. He has four. So she was pregnant with the fourth daughter, but the three daughters and the pregnant wife witnessed Betty Shabazz witnessed Malcolm X getting assassinated. Can you imagine that? The trauma. Oh. Yeah. The trauma of yeah. witnessing your husband and your your children's father and those little girls witnessing that i again it, it was just a tragic a tragic tragic situation yeah i was uh they I, I was looking at something online where they were focusing on some of his most famous quotes and one of them that really uh touched me was like how could you like not like this man because I mean, yes, you may not agree with his tactics, but one of his quotes were uh, was, uh, no matter if I'm right or wrong, I'm sincere. So if mm. I'm sincere, I'm sincerely right or I'm sincerely wrong, but I'm sincere with whatever I do. 
And mm. I mean, that to me is is powerful because, uh, yeah, you're not going to agree with everything that, uh, you know, I I think is a good idea or whatever. But at least know my heart is in the right place, regardless of, you know, what you may think the route that I'm taking to get to the goal that I'm trying to reach. And uh, and but I mean, he had so many like just I don't know, just mind provoking like quotes and and things that you would just have to just sit there and digest and be like, man, that was some real stuff. There's actually a recording of his most iconic speeches. And speaking of which, I I became so intrigued and, and just the word was like infatuated because anytime I saw a picture of Malcolm X, I would stop. Uh, but one of one of my favorite quotes from Malcolm X is uh, one that he gave during a speech, November 1963 in New York City, where he says, if violence is wrong in America, violence is wrong abroad. If it is wrong to be violent defending black women and black children and black babies and black men, then it is wrong for America to draft us and make us violent abroad in defense of her. And if it is right for America to draft us and teach us how to be violence, to be violent in defense of her, then it is right for you and me to do whatever is necessary to defend our own people here in this country. Again, that was mm. Malcolm X. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and they often painted him as being a, a proponent of violence. And he would always say, you know, I'm for violence if nonviolence means we continue postponing a solution to the American black man's problem just to avoid violence. Mm-hmm. He's oh, a man. real. He was, hey, you, yeah, he's he's like I'm a realist, like you said. I'm sincere. I'm real. I don't favor yeah. violence, but if it's going to bring about recognition and respect of our people by peaceful means, well, well, good. But that's not what we're seeing towards our people. Yeah. So, you were talking it, about when you saw him when you were younger. I know me and some of my friends. Uh, I I could afford it, but uh, we wanted to have the Malcolm X glasses. Like oh, what? We, uh, oh, what? man, that was a thing when, uh, <laughs> like, when, you know, junior high, high school, like if like a lot of my, a few of my friends who wore glasses, they went out and copped the Malcolm X glasses. Speaking of gear. All right, y'all, when we come back from break. <laughs> I, Truth Nation, not sure if you have seen and or heard this audio, but yesterday, Telly and I reported that Donald Trump has released his own sneaker. He has a sneaker line now. It is selling like, as they say, hotcakes because he's he now owes like over four hundred million dollars after civil mm -hmm. civil judgments have said you got to pay this money back. So he's got to make some money. When we come back from break, of course, there is an expert who is not black, but is giving a very, very confident op-ed in terms of how President Trump knows the culture of black people. 
So we come back. We want to get your reactions. The Truth Talk and text line is 833-212-1017. Truth Nation, you can also watch Telly and I and Ben live right now by streaming and watching us on YouTube. Just search for 101.7 or 101.7thetruth.com. Watch us now because when we play y'all this audio, I can't fix my face. You you will not believe this if you've not already heard it. This expert who does not look like us at all, but he seems to know a lot about how President Trump is very in tune with the black culture. This is the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We will be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. What's going on, Truth Nation? You are listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Happy, happy Friday. That's right. It's Friday, y'all. Friday. Oh, yeah, we got to do the hallelujah. We're going to get that. It's right. Vibe. <laughs> now, <laughs> so last night, I get a text from Telly. And anytime Telly texts me in the evening, I know it's going to be a good story. And... When I opened up the link, I responded to Telly, are you like, well, I I didn't say are you for real. You know what I but, said, but for uh, the purpose uh, of the radio. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you can what? use the initials, uh, uh, you know, you put WTF. <laughs> I was like, are you for real? Okay, so former President Donald Trump released a new sneaker that according to this audio that we're about to play y'all and see this is why it's important for us to play this audio because i promise you you would think telly and i are making this up if we didn't have the actual video because that's how ridiculous it is fox news reports <laughs> that trump is going to connect with the black voters through these new sneakers you know why black people because black people love sneakers. Now, look, I thought this was fake news <laughs> in the spirit of fake news, <laughs> but it's not, y'all. This is for real. This is Fox News reporting about the sneakers that Donald Trump just released that are, that are selling very well. They're, they're, they're selling high, and this is why. Ben, let's play the audio of this black person expert sneaker thing. I was on social media last night. Very interesting. As you see, black support eroding from Joe Biden. This is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. They love the, you know, this is a big deal, certainly in, in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his sneaker line, they're like, wait a minute, this is cool. He's reaching them on a level that defies and is above politics. The culture always trumps politics. And Trump understands culture like no politician I've ever seen. Question for you on that point, though. I am going to vomit right now in my mouth. <laughs> Does that not sound like an SNL skit? But then that was actually like real. That that sounded like that. That's not like an SNL skit. But Telly, that was a real Fox News 
reporter uh, yeah. reactions. <laughs> what eight three three two one two one zero one seven, y'all. What are you feeling about that, Telly? Uh I I just like I told you uh even before we came on this morning, how in the world do you I mean, do you think that black people are the only ones that wear sneakers? That's that's my first thought. Number one. Number two, uh, what gives you the idea that Trump has any sort of pulse on black culture? Like, what gives you that idea? Because he had a few black people visit him when he first got into the White House or uh, because if you look back at his presidency, like that last year or the last two years, the black people weren't going. Like at first, if you recall, like Kanye went there, Steve Harvey went there, uh, a few other black entertainers went there to Brown. try to talk to him. Jim Brown, uh, Ice Cube was trying to meet with him about Lil some Wayne. different things. I don't think that ever happened. Yes, so Weezy, uh, Weezy but, baby, but but once he got in. And he's like, oh, I don't need that. It doesn't matter if I mess with y'all anymore. So, and then now, this campaign, who black outside of Tim Scott has been public about supporting Trump? You know, I find this this audio, it's comical, but it's it's highly offensive. Because this white man, who has obviously zero, zero black friends, has never, ever once in life spent an, a minute, let alone substantial time, in what he regards as the inner city. Did you notice that when he was, he was like, the black people, oh, they love sneakers, especially in the inner city. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, this is, this is what you can report as journalism? And the way he yeah. was saying it with such confidence and such conviction as if we weren't even human beings. It was like we were this group of animals. Oh, the blacks. They just love sneakers, especially in the inner city. And President Trump, and remember, we're not supposed to be talking about being woke. Right? We're not supposed to be talking about the culture. Just just stop me if, if I misunderstood the message from... A lot of white, white, right wing conservatives that are making efforts to remove race, the culture and wokeness. And what were the words that he used during his audio? Every. Oh, it's part of the culture. President Trump gets the culture because he made a gold sneaker. So you're equating connecting to black voters through the release of a gold sneaker. So if I had any doubts about President Trump being qualified to lead the free world, including the United States, because I'm black, now that he released a sneaker, well, by golly, you should have did that a long time ago, President Trump. Now I'm really going to vote for you. That's how you view black people's thought process. That's our intelligent quote to you. And to specify inner city, when you you talk inner city, most of the time, that's where the most poverty is. So you're saying basically, well, let's market this to people who can't afford it, but will do whatever to go get them because they love sneakers that much. 
shouldn't mm-hmm. that be an indictment on our intelligence? I mean, because oh, absolutely. For, because because four hundred dollars sneakers. Uh, I, I mean, even now, I'm not willing to go out and pay four hundred dollars for sneakers. I mean, I never was, and and I'm still not there yet. So, I mean, you're telling me that hey, that's another way for him to connect and and to uh, that's his understanding of the culture, like. To me, that is such uh, uh, an indictment on our intelligence because why couldn't you say, hey, there's a lot of black millionaires that are athletes. You know, maybe he should uh, focus on trying to uh, connect with them as opposed to let's go to the inner city where the money isn't there. I'm not saying that I would have had a. Yeah, but I'm I'm just just saying saying, like to me, that still would have been problematic because you're 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 putting black people in this general category as if, you know, it's it's like a monolithic statement. I didn't appreciate when Secretary or Madam Secretary Hillary Clinton had hot sauce in her purse or her bag during the interview on The Breakfast Club when she was campaigning. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And And, so here's the thing. Right, because that was her way of saying, hey, I'm I'm like you all. Or I keep it real. I take my hot sauce everywhere, too. (laughs) <laughs> but here's the thing, though. You're you're wanting to appeal to the black vote. And what d- just disgusts me is that your way of appealing to black voters is not based on our intelligence. It's not you're not using the same factors to strategize your appeal with other cultures or other you know races. But when it comes to black people, it's clothes, shoes and hot sauce. I mean, even when President Joe Biden, you know, last month was visiting uh, American black male homes. You know, he was ordering like fried catfish, fried chicken. And I was just like, is it just me or is it okay? We just going, all right, that's all we eat is fried food. Hey, hey, I was about to say, you too old to be eating all that fried food, Joe. Like, don't don't mess around and fall out trying to impress somebody. You you can see the videos. His bites were very minimal to none. It, like I said, so here's the thing. It's not about whether or not black people like sneakers. Okay, let me let me be clear. Black people invented pop culture, which includes a lot of what we call fashion, hip hop culture. So we we own it. We we invented it and we're very proud of our impact because if it had not been for black consumers, companies like Nike, uh, when you look at their top spokesmodels, you got Jordan, you got Tiger Woods. So black people define pop culture. Nobody's denying that. We're talking yeah. about appealing to the vote of black people. And I don't see me changing my mind or being persuaded to vote for somebody because you put out a gold sneaker. Oh, yeah, Denise, <laughs> we, we know you love <laughs> you, you and your people. And especially those in the inner city. We, Biden doesn't get you guys. We do. We do. It's all about the gold sneaker. That's what I'm saying. That is not you. Yeah. You are insulting and continuing to perpetuate the negative uh, generalization that black people are not going to vote based on the issues, based on the existing dilemmas, challenges, setbacks, deficits. No, no, no. We're going to vote based on. Uh, who's got the gold sneaker? That's where I have the problem. 
Uh, yeah. On the truth, truth talking text line, Chauncey says, excellent point, Telly. A definite indictment on the intelligence of blacks. Derek says that reporters saw a couple of black folks that reacted to the shoes and took it as confirmation. LOL, but he's not lying. Culture does transcend politics. We blacks do eat up and define culture. The truth talking text line is 833-212-1017. We want to hear your thoughts. We were talking about President Donald Trump released a gold sneaker and it has it's selling very very rapidly and there was a comment or commentary by a fox news reporter that basically said hey president trump he gets black voters <laughs> he's he's all about wow. the culture <laughs> i can't get over the way he said uh, it though he said it like uh, 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 as if he's an expert <laughs> i I just I, I don't know. It, to me, it seems like a lot of times we're look we're watching two different movies here, like because it's like how do you not see what this this man is doing and uh, like all the way up until this point, he's been talking about how the election was stolen from him in 2020 and all this and all that. And he has all these indictments and this, that, and the other, but not once have you heard him talk about or try to appeal to black voters. He has always gone to appeal to his fan base and, and, and like even all the debates that he skipped, what did he do? He would have a town hall meeting and do something amongst his people or he'll have a rally or he'll do something that's different than what you're supposed to be doing as a presidential candidate or trying to be a nominee. And uh, and now all of a sudden it's the the culture, the black culture is now important and it's important. And the only way you feel like you can connect with, the black culture or the black vote is by releasing some gold sneakers. Like to me, Truth Nation, like, how can you not see through this? <laughs> Truth Nation, what should both the Biden administration, or I should say the Biden campaign and the Trump campaign do to appeal to black voters? The Truth Talking text line 833-212-1017. What do both campaigns and I'm even going to say both because I know we still have Robert Kennedy Jr. as an independent on on the ballot. So upcoming ballot for president of the United States. Truth Nation, what what needs to happen? Because obviously, if we're not. And you know what, Telly, based on what you said, the question to me would be. Why aren't campaign managers on all sides asking black people what what's mad what matters to you what's important like that's it's hard to, to me, do that like in you, a room full of white people <laughs> you know and these assumptions that the 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 culture transcends politics okay i don't dispute that however what about the power of asking if i want to appeal to you what does that look and feel like? Truth Nation, what does that look and feel like for you? 833-212-1017. What do both campaigns or all campaigns for presidency need to do, say, or demonstrate to appeal to the black vote? When we come back from break, we're going to get more into it. Also, 
You know today's Friday, so we're going to be bringing Truth Telling Hits with Telly. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Truth Nation, welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Good morning if you're just joining us. We've been talking about a report that came out yesterday from a Fox News reporter that talked about how the release of Donald Trump's gold sneakers is a way for him to uh, connect with the black voters. And and, and, uh, this reporter went on to say confidently, as DT has pointed out several times, that Donald Trump just gets the culture. He gets, you know, the black culture and the inner city and and like no president or former president ever has. And we think it's a, a, a crock of bull. But, hey, you know, big old just... crock pot of bull. <laughs> right. But <laughs> Truth Nation, we want to hear from you. Let's go to our Truth Talk line. Dan, that's right, uh, Ben. Dan, you are on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Peace. Man, thank y'all for asking that question, man. That's a really, really good question and a tough question that y'all asked on what what it is these politicians, especially these candidates, could do, uh, you know, at least for us to at least have some trust in them. But I don't think they can do anything, really, uh, because, shoot, I mean, they ain't already proven that we can't trust them at all and that they ain't already shown us, you know, that they really don't care about what we think or what we want or how we want to see this this country and everything, man. And then on top of that, like, I don't know. I feel like if if they really want to, they really want to uh, appeal to us and everything, all these politicians, they need to go on, go on down to the uh, Congress house, man, and start actually pushing some, some laws and different uh, use different tactics and everything to actually – better this country and benefit each individual, each taxpaying citizen in this place and everything, man. But overall, I don't think they can do anything at all, honestly, to appeal us because they already shown they don't care. They already shown that they out of touch with us and everything. I mean, look how old majority of, I mean, look look at the average age of, what it, uh, of the congressman, senator, and the president and everything. They all old as heck, so they've been out of touch. They only care about their agenda. You know, and honestly, the only way for black people to really make an impact in politics is unless, I mean, unfortunately, we have to separate ourselves from these people, man. We got to get our money up and take care of our own. But, yeah, that's what I think. Well, Dad, before we let you go, just a quick question about these gold sneakers. Are you offended by Trump and others thinking that this is a way for him to connect with Black people, period. Personally, because, personally, mean, heck yeah, no. I'm offended. Personally, I am okay. definitely offended, but tactically, I'm not. <laughs> it's, a, it's hilarious as heck. <laughs> but, <laughs> but personally, I'm with you, yeah, Dan. Offended, it's man. comical, but yet it's also, yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course I'm offended. I'm a, I'm still offended with Trump. I mean, well, uh, Biden said that, you know, if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. 
Arkansas say now you the, you got the golden black ticket? <laughs> yeah. Not the golden <laughs> right. black ticket. I'm weak. <laughs> Thank you so much for your call, Dan. We also yeah. have Rob. Good morning, Rob. You are live with DT and Telly. What is your comment or question? Yeah, good morning, DT, Telly. Thank you. Thanks, you guys, so much. Uh, good question. Um, you know what? As far as the campaign is concerned for Biden or the Trump uh, administration campaign run, they, they really need to incorporate us. I mean, we talk about trying to buy into us as a people. You know, you show us that you actually are uh, supporting us when you bring us into, like, your cabinet. You you build the folks that are, uh, that are with you, uh, with us, our people. Um, we need to be in there. And it's hard to do that because you got folks that have had uh, a history of not including us and making laws without us in mind. Um, and so that's part of the problem. So you have to – we have to connect on that level, politically. Thank you so much, Rob, for your call. Off. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I, now, Rob. I was listening to you, brother. I just want you to know. Yeah, yeah. I don't talk. think that was on us. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, Truth Talking text line. Courtney says, starting. So we've asked the question, Truth Nation. Everyone seems to be an expert on what black folk, black voters need, except black voters. I have yet to hear the question being asked. From all parties, whether it's Trump, Biden, Robert Kennedy Jr., I'm not hearing the right questions. And so we asked Truth Nation, what do you need to hear from presidential candidates in order to to be appealed to as a black voter? Courtney on the Truth Talking text line says starting to deconstruct our colonial history and teaching the truth, as well as admitting that white privilege exists would be a decent start. Thank you for that, Courtney. Uh, Alexis says they both need to speak with black individuals and get a better understanding of who we are and what we need and not just look at us as people who only wants handouts. Actually, give us credit for who we are and what we have done in this country and change their outlook as far as just getting black voters and actually try to help better our people. Love that, Alexis. That's a powerful yes, statement right there. Yes. That's a oh, period. Sure is. That's a ding, Ben. Yeah. That's a ding right there. <laughs> Alexis was like, and you know what? The, the, what I love about what Alexis shared is the key word of individuals. We don't all like the same things. No. You know what I'm saying? Isn't like, that it's just, crazy? Like, that's just a, that's a foreign concept. Like, I mean, we're both black, so we both got to like the same things. You know what I'm saying? Because I've yet to hear, you know, any presidential candidate say, you know, I want to appeal to the white voter because I know white people like this, that, and the other. I mean, it's just, it's offensive. It generalizes us. It makes black people feel as though you don't see us as human. You see us as this group of, like, animals. So I love the fact that Alexis included that word because, you know, you just can't think that, oh, uh, if we make some sneakers, we put a whole bunch of them in one room and say this. Because you remember back in the day, and I don't know if this still takes place, but presidential candidates would go to the black church and just go up yeah. in front of, you know, go, go into the pulpit for about 10 minutes and just say all these general things. I remember that growing up in the Southern Baptist Church. And, mm -hmm. you know, we would have state politicians, but I know a lot of presidential candidates would go to black churches and it was just like first of all this is our time to worship uh but it was more so where can we talk to a bunch of black people at the same time ding 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 
let's go to church and let's just, you know, yeah. say a few words that we think are going to resonate with black people and then we'll we'll leave and that's it. And that was supposed to be all black folks needed to be persuaded. Yeah. As oh yeah, he came down here one time. He really cares about us. Say that again, Telly. <laughs> that was powerful. You know, it's like, oh, I I called you last night. <laughs> So can I still hit it? <laughs> I was like, do you want to hit it? Because you, you called me? You took me to one dinner? No, for real. Like that, It sounds like some men out there. If, if you order, what does Shannon Sharp say? If you order lobster, get a side of condoms. That's how I feel presidential candidates look at black people. You know, if we, if we give them a shoe, then you, that means you got, look, if, you, if you black and you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Those types of things. So anywho, y'all, uh, we want to continue to have this conversation here from you. Coming up. Stay tuned because we're going to talk about Wendy Williams and Telly's favorite black person on earth who he thinks should run for president, Lil Boosie. <laughs> <laughs> Telly, you know, if, if, and, uh, if Lil Boosie had a press conference and said he was running for president, you know you'd do a cartwheel. You would be like, yes, it, it, Lil Boosie. It, it, in, a, in a very facetious way, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because if, if Boosie is our spokesman uh, as a culture, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I love to hear from Boosie, not, though. Don't let Telly front. Let me tell y'all, if tell, if little Boosie is not on the ballot for the upcoming presidential election, Telly's going to have his crayon <laughs> when he goes to vote, and he's going to write L-I-L-B-O-O-S-I-E. <laughs> Do you know about <laughs> B A D A Z Z. They're gonna be like, uh, Mr. Hughes, I think you uh, this vote ballot won't be really valid. Yes, it is. I colored it in. Stay tuned, y'all. You listen to the best morning show on planet Earth. It's Friday, y'all. Let's get it. We'll be back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You know, I thought I was about to do this read, but... Man, when you rock you know that you boosie, boosie, you gotta let it ride. <laughs> Telly, White Telly, has a man, Telly has a man crush on Boosie, y'all. He won't admit it. I'm telling you, if Boosie run for president, we all know where Telly's vote's going. <laughs> <laughs> True, Truth Nation, we are proud to be celebrating Black History Month with the Milwaukee Bucks for their HBCU night game on Tuesday, February 27th. Make sure you tune into the award-winning 1017 The Truth from noon to 6 as our Truth family will be broadcasting live from the Pottawatomie Club at the Fiserv Forum. You will hear Melanie Ricks, Tori Lowe, and Dr. Ken Harris bringing you all your favorite content live from the Milwaukee Bucks HBCU Night Celebration Game. So again, tune into our special remote broadcast live from the Pottawatomie Club at the Fiserv Forum from noon to 6 on Tuesday, February 27th, Milwaukee Black Talk. And you also, Truth Nation, want to tune in to The Truth this Saturday at 10 a.m. for another episode of More Than a Movement, powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin. Carrie Noni, 
Our very own will be joined by Sarah Noble of the B. Noble Group, Portia Cobb, Associate Faculty, Department of Film, Animation, and New Genres at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Now, that's a title. That's a whole lot of title. <laughs> and right. Fidel Verdine, Co-Executive Director of True School. They're going to discuss the historical impact of black art in Wisconsin. Again, that is more than a movement powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin this Saturday at 10 a.m. on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Breaking news, y'all. Before we get into Wendy Williams, for those Real Housewives of Atlanta fans, Portia Williams reportedly, according to People magazine, has filed for divorce from, I don't know if it's Simone or Simon Gubadia, after 15 months of marriage. Again, if you are fans of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Portia Williams, according to People magazine, has filed for divorce from Simon Gubadia. And if if y'all go, <laughs> the comments, the internet never fails, Telly. The internet never fails. Uh, but if all I know is that I was telling Telly offline, whenever you've been with somebody really breaking for, news, <laughs> right? Oh, really? No, look, anytime, yeah, anytime you, you spend said, two yeah. point, anytime you spend 2.5 minutes with somebody, you got a $2.5 million wedding. Probably wasn't going to be a long marriage. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did, you, did, did yeah. you see their wedding? She had like 20. I, outfits embellished in like crystals and gold and it was it was very elaborate very elaborate yeah, I, I do my best to stay as far away from those type of reality shows so uh i i could honestly say i didn't follow it i mean because the whole thing was under like wasn't he married and, and when they first met each other and like, yeah, it was so much going on. Yes, I'm like, stop. you know what? This uh, is hey, way too much. I'm with you. I'm with you. So I just had to give you all yeah. that breaking news for those that are fans of the Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta and Portia Williams. She is back single. Y'all we'll see who's next. It's another Stay tuned. sad love song. But <laughs> Speaking of next, when we come back, we're going to get into Wendy Williams. Uh, there's a lot going on with Wendy Williams and including her family yes. filing a lawsuit. And, you know, in the second hour, we bring in y'all truth telling hits with Telly. Is he going to get his black card? That more to come. Stay tuned to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth.